going on, everybody? It's your boy Ticket Ten Mill here. It's Rocks a lot from the On the Rocks podcast. What's happening, man? With your real old heads coming at you live on this Monday evening. I just need seven fantasy points. <laughs> I knew to you was gonna go win. there as soon as it started, bro. That's all I need. That's all well, I need. Your defense should have at least given you that at this point, right? Well, if I had the 49ers defense, I'd be up about 22 points right about now. Oh, you said you had Cleveland's defense. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Right. So I'm already down. But anyways, another weekend in the books. Another new week is here. I hope everybody's good, breathing well, shaking Breathe everything easy. off. Your bank accounts is proper. Your credit scores is proper. Your financial future is proper. At this point in time, at this age, hey, man, 50 is like 20 years from now. Hey, I'm trying to tell y'all I am diligently working on my plan to retire from working from other for other people in the next four to five years. So, hey, that shit is creeping up on you quick. I'm trying to t- I'm, I'm telling you, man, I don't want to be making small talk in the break room when I'm 50, dog. Right? I don't want to be doing it, man. And my small talk is not going to be small talk. If I'm in the break room, it's going to be big talk because I don't care because I already I got did. a million stash and y'all can fire me at any point in time and I'll be good. And if I'm being honest with you, I don't want to be standing next to the nigga that's 26 years old making the same amount of money as me when I'm 50. Yo, I was you know thinking I mean? about that today. Like, dang. Think really... of yourself 48 at a job interview. You mm. know what I mean? Trying to explain how customer service is really important in our no, industry, my no. nigga. Come mm-hmm. on, man. That's what I'm saying, man. At that point in time, especially if you're like over 45, over 50 or something like that, you're not going into some type of high role. Or just a, I don't know, maybe even a job that interests you. No, nah, I mean, it definitely has to be a job that interests you, for real, for real. But, like, man, these jobs, man, they try to play you so much, man. I've worked so many different places for so many different people and so many different industries at this point. I'm like, hey, man, at this point, I'd rather just count on myself. If I can spend the next few years getting the education I need and getting mm-hmm. the resources I need together, I don't know, man. That sounds like a better way to... You know, to, to to come down off your prime. You know, when you're 40, you still, you know, you kind of in your intellectual prime at yeah, 40. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, you could still, you could learn a lot. I mean, just, exactly. Just like, like re- reading and all the stuff that I've been doing with these people that have been writing older books. They they like 60, 70. They still learning something new every day. Bro, I think about how many times I've started my life over under negative circumstances or, mm-hmm. or whatever circumstances. Imagine if I spent the next four years starting my life over on the foot that I've wanted to start it over on. That's, you know what I mean? Like, I've done this for the last 20 years. I've done, I've done what I had to do to keep a good job, to get a good job and all that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm like... The next 20 years, I want to do something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this for another 20 years. I don't want to get up in the morning and go to somebody's job and count on somebody's benefits and all that shit forever. I'm just, I don't think I, I don't think that was for our generation, man. I think we That's was something else, man. Yeah, we are meant to be something else, especially because we were given technology so fast. Right, man. We got something else in mind for us, but that, I ain't doing this shit forever. That came inspired from Britney talking to me about... Tyler Perry being inspired by him getting his own thing in Atlanta now, his own studios, being able to not name buildings after. Bro, hey, I'll be the first to admit, I thought he was holding us back, my nigga, but he was he was taking us back so he could move us forward, my nigga. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm gonna be honest, I was wrong about that nigga, man. Worth, like, worth over a billion and built bigger, bigger. Bruh. He has, like, a whole fake White House on his studio lot, nigga. He got, like, whole fake towns on his studio lot, dog. Right. Hey, listen, man. That dude, I used to be like, why Why does a black man always got to dress up as a gotta woman? Got to wear the wig, bro. That be killing me. Like, why is it, is it a right of pat? And this dude, but look. He took that, and boy, that nigga built an empire with that wig, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, he built an empire. Salute to Tyler 
Perry, dog. Yeah. I was looking at the videos and the clips of that shit, and that right. shit looked like the opening of the African American History Museum in D.C. Bro, you, go, you go from homeless to that, dog. You can't tell me nothing, yo. There's nothing hey, that yo, you can imagine, tell me. Imagine that nigga sleeping in his car, and everybody like, yo, go get you a job, Tyler. You too big to be sleeping in that car. You need a job. He was like, nah, I got this idea about this old lady who mean as shit, but she funny as hell. And I'm and trying she to goes tell to church. And he go to church, man. I'm trying to tell y'all these old black folks, they just need something. I'm trying to tell y'all. And he made it. Yo, I used to watch them shits on like bootleg DVDs and VHS. Yeah, I'm about to say, I used man. to watch them joints on VHSs. You go to somebody's house and everybody's sitting around watching the motherfucking right. stage play right. with a 6'6 nigga right. in a wig and a fucking tutu. And we're not talking about Grandmama. We ain't bruh, talking bruh. about Larry Johnson. I'll be like, oh my God. And then at the end of it, it's all this cooning. And yeah, then at yeah. the end of it, it's like a church sermon. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the recipe, my nigga. Like, it, it was, though. Recipe. It worked. You can't tell me that won't interest or funny Bruh, like that, though. He went from that shit doing plays and the, the fucking. To then turn it to, to doing movies, to then directing his own movies. My nigga, he made like 11 Medea movies, my nigga. But that's the house that Medea built, my nigga. Like, oh my and God. It, and then he made. Eight other movies that weren't even Medea movies. Yo, salute to Tyler Perry, man. Hey, salute. To, I, hey, I used to have all this shit to say about uh, Medea and that whole idea of him shucking and jiving a little teeny. But hey, I see Look the vision, him. bro. Yeah. I see the vision. The opportunities. He had Oprah there. Cry, beyond, oh, my God. Shit was black excellence, man. <laughs> Make a nigga want shed tear, man. I'm trying to tell you, bro. If you're not inspired off of that, I don't know what else is going to inspire you, man. That's why I had to go ahead and just, I had to give him his flowers, my nigga. I'm like, yo, I used to hate Tyler Perry for that shit back in the day. Them, them cooning ass moves. But like, what he doing right now? Oh, yeah. my God. It's that big, shit's real, it's, man. It's bigger than everything, bro. It's literally bigger than everything. That's It's just crazy, man. Shout out to him, yo. Yo, shout out to him. Shout, shout out to Tyler Perry. It makes, you, it makes you think like, damn, what? Well, it makes you thankful for it makes you reflect on where you were at at one point in time and then everything that you have now right and at the age that he's at it's like damn i got so much more time to work bro right man and that's what i was thinking too i'm like man you know you get a good job and you get another good job and it's like i mean when's it gonna stop you're just gonna keep getting better jobs you're gonna keep getting promotions until how 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 far are they gonna let you go Mm -hmm. in somebody else's company you know you ain't gonna own the company one day you're just gonna work for somebody at that company the the point is to get all the knowledge that you can and apply it to your life exactly and so it's like okay i've done all this now now the next step Mm -hmm. is what can i do for my fucking self you know what i mean like a lot of these people were like adults that had failed in their adult life already before they stumbled onto their dream or their passion you know what i mean like And Maybe here's the can... thing too, like learning everything that I've learned thus far, like real world experience as well as like my schoolings and stuff like that. I'm about to really test out the waters with uh I don't know if you heard of like Fiverr website and stuff like that, like the freelancing stuff. Yeah, yeah, I have heard about that. Yo, yeah. I'm about to look into that because I have a lot of IT stuff that I could offer somebody in a couple of hours that'll probably not even take long. Oh, the gig economy is very, very real. And when Mm -hmm. I was talking about the idea of retiring from working for people, it did not mean I was retiring from the idea of making money for myself. Yeah, yeah. And that just means spending a few years figuring out that, say, how how can I cover my own health insurance? But, Mm -hmm. like, a gig economy is a great way to fall back. Yeah, and and they were saying on those sites, they, like, they give you, um, like, ratings and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So that, like, the more work that you do and the higher quality of work that you do, the more work you would get. So it's like... If I could pick and choose what jobs I want and how much I make and dictate from there, like, 
Yo, I mean, it's like it's almost like the same thing goes with Lyft, uh, same thing goes with cutting grass mm-hmm. or Uber shit like that. Like if you just fell back and picked an amount of money you thought you needed to make every week, mm-hmm. yo, I've done that a million times in my life and I hit those goals. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not hard to hit those goals yeah. when you have to. You know what I mean? When it's not just a cute thing to do when you put yourself in that position. So what if you spend four years preparing for that position and then yeah. you get there? You know what I mean? Yeah, like. Yeah. And that doesn't mean just dropping everything one day and all of a sudden not having a job. That means starting in a couple of years and eventually being able to transition, whatever the case is. But I think our generation, that's what we're here to do, man. We're and here I, to do and it I'll tell you, And I'll tell you this, though. Picking up jobs like that, freelancing and gigs, uh, that is working for yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, that no, work, and that's exactly that's what I mean. Yourself. Like, long as You, you were are selling your services yourself, to work for yourself. Right, and when you get to the point where you're trading your ideas for money instead of your time, oh, you're yeah. winning. Yeah, yeah. You that's win a fact. It. That's a fact. Oh man, now that we done dropped our financial knowledge for the second week in a row, you know what I mean? I had to do something, I guess, to cover up the fact that I still haven't watched Power yet. Uh, oh the... man! <laughs> Yo, did you I watch the talking... Joker movie? No, nah, I didn't see the Joker oh, movie. Okay, are you gonna All watch right. it? Oh, yeah, I really wanted to see it, but then what happens to me is right after it comes out, I get really, really, really easily influenced by the internet. So mm. when I start hearing this, that, and the third, it makes me want to slow down and wait for that Oscar um, quality DVD bootleg to come out. I was about to say, just, hit, just hit open load, man. You know, just, right. It's just coming, shout, it's out, right, shout out to that drop. It's, it's right around the corner, and usually, like I said, it's the Oscar screening version of the DVD. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the one they hand out so they don't have to go to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's coming soon. But no, I'm really interested in seeing that jank, man. Uh, I, I, I heard good things about it, but then I heard some of the criticism I heard said that it doesn't live up to all the worry that people had about it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, it was going to be this movie that was going to motivate people to be all crazy or some shit. And then I heard that it was like an Oscar worthy performance by that mm-hmm. dude. So. I kind of want to see it because, you know, we ain't seen Joker on screen like 11 years. Yeah, I'm about to say my 1A movie of all time is Dark Knight. And I don't think anybody's going to be a better Joker than that ever. That was amazing. It was amazing. Like, that was one of the greatest movies ever made of all time. Bruh, I've never been to the movie theaters to watch the same movie that many times. I mean, I watched it by myself. Then I think I watched it with Brittany. Then I went and watched it with somebody else at IMAX because they said, yeah, we're going to watch the... But no, the IMAX I heard was real. The, like the IMAX was... was real. They said that um, when he stood on the, uh, the the edge of the building in Hong Kong, and it's like that, that 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 was what the IMAX could really show you how high up he was and Bro. all that shit. Oh, my God. Bro. can only imagine. And then I bought the movie. So there goes that. Yeah, greatest movie of all time. But these albums, there was only two. <laughs> And I only posted one, and then I got there was a revolt on freaking Real Oje's IG page because they said I didn't do a good job of showing all the new music that dropped. When literally the only album worth listening to was Pee Wee Longway and Money Man. Mm. And if you wanted to listen to what's her name, um, Young M.A. No, the singer, um, Summer Walker. Yes, if you wanted to listen to Summer Walker, cool. <laughs> Summer Walker's not for me, so I'm sorry, guys. I, this is I, the I real am, old heads. I'm, I am very biased when it comes to my music, so if I'm not interested in listening to you, I'm not going to post you. Mm. So sometimes I'll have... Puerto Rican sh- academics in the building. So yeah, so sometimes I'll have Sham post because he will just post and I'm not going to post. Uh, the no look. Uh. Especially if I'm not like interested in anything that I see. So I'm like, oh Sham, talk your shit. Do the, do the do the music 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 Friday drop, please. Because if not, I'm not gonna post nothing today. But everybody kept on saying Summer Walker's album was amazing. 
And it was better even than Drake. Pee- Go ahead. Even Drake has something to say about Summer Walker album. He uh he DM'd her and was like, "Yo, this shit's crazy." Like I had to write a couple of songs at like seven thirty in the morning after hearing your album, which was weird to me. Yeah, um, I listen. Why are you writing songs after hearing her shit? You know what I mean? But go ahead. I was kind of forced on the vibe of listening to her album because Britney was like, "This album is amazing too." And I mean, she had oh, to. Oh. She made Usher redo her song, his song again, and. Uh-huh. Some other joints was cool, but it was a lot of like, I don't know what y'all are like overly. I don't know, man. I, I don't. It reminds me, and I haven't heard it at all. But it reminds me, if I will mansplain this, if I can, if you will, um, it reminds me of the hype over LMA. Break that down. I mean, LMA had a good single. Yeah, it's pretty catchy. You could tell like seventeen people got tr- crammed in the writers' room and wrote it. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't like this amazing talent. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like this a big diversity of range. Yeah, same thing with Summer Walker. There's Bro, a like, there. I'm, she's like she, a baby Janae Iko. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she had the song with Janae up there. Which right. they, it's just like a, it's was like, like a, this is the greatest song ever too. It's like what the are y'all listening to the same words that I'm listening to? They just have these moments with this mediocre. You know, f- want to be faux feely R and B, and then like I'm not, we're not here, we're not falling for it, we're not. It's like really for like 17 to 23 year old girls no. to like get in their feelings too. You are absolutely 100 percent correct. Because when I was listening like, to this, I was like, I ain't had no type of issues like this since I was like 19, 20. Yeah, it's like for fake deep Instagram captions and shit. Like, I was thinking of you on but a you breeze. gotta think that's her age though. So I mean, the content for her makes sense, but for me, no, it makes perfect too. sense. But like I said, yeah, it doesn't. It does, we need we're we're the real old heads. We it gotta stick to your ribs a little more. It mm-hmm. can't just be this like this like heat of the moment zeitgeisty ass music. Like this is what it feels like right now. Yeah. Like that'd be cool in like six months when I want to remember how I felt in October. But right now, is he, bitch, you just breathing. <laughs> like, <laughs> but to completely contradict everything that I just said, I was in the kitchen cooking with Pee Wee Longway. You know what I'm saying? There you go. So there it is. Pee Wee Longway and Money Man. And like the second, the, the bottom part of that joint got real, real dry because they switched it up to like female mode. I'm like, bro, I'm not here for that. I'm here to Let me ask you this cuz you know from crack. what I seen, what I seen on social media and on the uh, message boards I frequent, they were kind of saying that um Money Man might have got Pee Wee Longway on the majority of this project, man. So how did you feel about it? Oh, I wasn't even listening for that, bro. Are their vibes just that different to where you don't yeah, even Yeah, because one is them? literally sounding like Future and like Hold on, I'm gonna have to go now. You are gonna maybe break out the track listing? Damn, damn, yeah, rock. It was like, Why it was like, that? it was like Money Man. You know, I think he might have got him on a few of these. I mean, a few of them, but there's one standout song. Um, is it Judo? And where it's just Pee Wee Longway? Hold on. Yeah, this joint right here is crazy. And it's just Pee Wee Longway. This beat goes all the way. All right, go ahead, cut it so YouTube don't kill it. I heard this joint at the end of it. I said, oh, oh okay. And I, I had to run it, I had to run it back immediately. But you know what? You're right. There is some songs up here. But but also they might be talking about the simple fact that there's some songs out here that is literally just Money Man. So like five is just okay, Money Man. Okay, so yeah. Eight is and just maybe, Money Man. Eleven is was, just Money Man. 
maybe it was a highlight for him. You know what I mean? It was a look for him. You know what I mean? Like Pee Wee Longway gonna bring in the eyes, but then Money Man get the shine. You know what I mean? Yeah, Long Money. I like that though. I like that though. And then um, we That's did our look. Yeah. We did our throwback album of the uh, week. Shout out to Sham for picking that. It was Ludacris back for the first time? Hey man, oh. I forgot how nice this man Ludacris used to be. I be that nigga named Luda. Oh, bro, hey, like, hey. That first album, he was rapping his ass oh, off on the highest yeah. ever. It was crazy, and like that was back when Luda went on his or was run. Back for the I'm first like, time, his first album, and Southern Hospitality was the second album. Damn, I think Southern Hospitality is his second album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, what's your fantasy? Yeah, what's your fantasy is on back for the first because time. he basically was re-releasing his underground album as his debut album when he dropped. Yeah, in two thousand, dog, bruh. He went on a run of outstanding intro tracks. I need you now. I need people to understand that, like his first three or four albums, he had some of the hardest, dopest intro songs you ever heard in your life. He was rapping on them shits, man. Even the Ludacris. He was a legend until he wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he still is a legend, but mm-hmm. like he, he killed. I don't want to say he killed his legacy, but like he tried too hard to bury his legacy himself. Why? He went too hard. He wanted people to take him seriously for some reason. But you have like a Mr. Potato Head cartoon face, so just let us <laughs> let us laugh at you. Hey, he didn't he didn't help it out either with his music videos because that's when music videos was like a big deal and like overly cartoony. Bro, like when he started wearing stuff like that. Nah, but then like at the latter part of his career, when he wanted you to take him seriously and was doing songs with like Mary J. Blige and wearing like trench coats and like Kango hats and shit, like. Mm-hmm. And he cut his hair and shit and was trying to do the serious raps. Yeah. It's like, nah, bro. We need you with the big arms punching the bitch in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some I'm, random shit. I'm telling y'all now, man. If y'all don't take our Thursday album, throwback album of the week post serious, please just just listen to it. And if y'all yeah. never heard Ludacris rap not once, go listen to that album. Because those imagine? beats still stand right now. Can you imagine there are people out now that don't even realize Ludacris was a humongously popular rapper? That do they you, think he's just like an actor? And... You do understand that the people that were born when this album dropped are now 19 years old. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be 20 in a couple of months. Almost of drinking age. This is That's crazy. He had some joints up there, too, man. He was getting the, some of the finest Timbaland production, too. Oh, my God. On that album, too. Oh, my God. Uh, secondly I went back I don't know what was going on with me I went and listened to Recession again and I always skipped the intro song to go to Welcome Back but something told me because the skit is so oh. long in the beginning yeah, yeah, the skit yeah. so long in the beginning I skip it right mm-hmm. so I apolo- I'm apologize to Jeezy right now because it literally took me 10 years to figure out this one section of bars I think it's verse 2 I'm going to recite them right now where he said God bless America Never been to Columbia. So I'm a knee one. You get the word to Columbia. That if need be, I get the work to Columbia. That's South Carolina. I almost punched the nearest person in the face. Because I was literally thinking <laughs> that he was talking about the country Columbia. Three times in a row, too. Three times in a row. Right, but it was a double entendre. Don't even ask him how. Okay? And he said he ain't never been to Columbia. I'm like... How, Jeezy? Because you the snowman. You ain't you ain't never crossed the border. Cause I'm put I put it all together. Cause now like I we kind of like understand the recession totally in this right. totality. Now that we're so, out of it, right? <laughs> so he's like, 
I need to get to Colombia, but I never been to Colombia. But since mm. there's a recession here, I'm gonna have to do it myself and get it to Colombia. That's what that bar said to me. And right. then he ended with that South Carolina. I said, "Yo, come here, come here, come over <laughs> here. I'm gonna punch you right in your face." There's no way you ended it with that South Carolina. That's easy, man. So how are you getting it to South Carolina in the first place? That now you're gonna have to do it yourself. That means and you ain't never been to South Carolina, Columbia. You're in Atlanta, dog. <laughs> <laughs> when I hit Columbia from Charlotte going to Atlanta, that's my halfway mark. That means I need to crack open the seal and begin my drinking campaign for the next hour and uh, 30 minutes to get myself to Atlanta. Hey, listen, man. You waited 11 years to have this epiphany, okay? Bro, but I'm telling you. <laughs> I put that I put that intro on replay for a good ten minutes. I was like, what else did I miss? He was a boss, man. He wasn't running to Columbia, my nigga. Like what the fuck did the Jeezy look like going to Columbia? But it was he, a recession. He said so he, he had to go to Columbia. So now he had to, he's like, I need to get to Columbia. I ain't never been to Columbia. Call the driver up. We gotta get this to Columbia. That's South Carolina. I'm like, Jeezy is a recession. You you trying to go over to see Pablo? No, <laughs> I need to go see my cousin Reggie in Columbia to get Gas his work done. Four dollars a gallon, my nigga. Like you heard the rest of the album, man. Welcome back. That's Yo. what they, that's why he said welcome back on the next song, man. You back in the game, baby. You on the highway again. I absolutely love that album, yeah. Yeah, it was a moment. That was a moment, yo. That. I love the album, yo. This. I was living in Hampton with a pregnant wife. What a time. Woo wee. <laughs> hey, what a uh, time. Sham said is. Uh, Young Jeezy considered the the push of T of Atlanta. No, really, you don't think so? I I just off the rip. I had that. to say I had to say no off the rip because uh, Pusha T. I had to hold him in such high regard that I had to immediately say he doesn't have a peer in no city. But let me think about it for a second. The Pusha T of Atlanta would have to mean that he is a dope ass rapper who really did the stuff he raps about. Jeezy is a pretty good rapper <laughs> who may have done some of the things. <laughs> That people around him <laughs> say he did. Um, yeah, so that whole BMF thing don't even count. You know what? Oh, I'm going to say this. This is going to sound so wild. Lord. I read a lot of news, man, so I don't know. Go ahead. No, you go ahead and say say what you got to say before I say this. I think that Jeezy could be the closest to Pusha T of, of Atlanta. Yeah, if anybody's going to be close. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but all them niggas really did sell drugs before they were rappers. Jeezy might be closer to... Six nine. Ah, oh, who he tell on? He ain't tell on nobody. That's what makes him close. Oh. But he's the he was the rapper for BMH uh-huh. or BMF. Right, and being the the rapper means that you were. I got you. Yeah, I see where where this is going. What I'd like to say, changing <laughs> the subject completely, <laughs> is that a shout lot out to rap a lot. We love y'all. Shout out to. Uh, BMF, a lot, we love a lot of these rappers, you know, they especially from Atlanta, they really did a lot of the shit they say they did because you really can't come out of Atlanta on no bullshit. And so I don't think Jeezy would be able to come out on the shit that he's out on if he hadn't been affiliated with some real shit. No, same, that's reason a fact. Why, same reason why Pusha T is completely authenticated in the game for the shit he talks about. So uh, I do, you probably... Yo, I mean, you probably, can go, if you go back and listen to Laura Willing, you can, hear, you can hear it right there. I lived... In Virginia Beach in Norfolk, my I know. entire I, I, life. I visit you quite often. Right, that's all I needed to know. Yeah, it's just just the neighborhoods alone, like it's 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 a known fact out here. So it's like I'm about to say, even seeing them in real life, in person, 
being right, there. There's so no question. Jeezy has that kind of credibility in Atlanta. Whether they just they just believe him, then yeah. yeah, he might be the closest to Pusha T. Because Pusha T enemies stick up for him out here. Like That's Pusha T enemies, right, right, right. Will come to him saying like these niggas offered us this amount of money to go at you. Right. Like we telling you, and we don't even fuck with you. So right. we telling you because I, mean, I don't want that type of trouble. That it says a lot. It says a lot. It says you know a whole what I mean. Lot. Shout out to the clips. Shout out to no malice. No malice. All peace. There was All peace. wasn't that rumor that you were supposed to be um on Kanye's joint. He is, and the rumor also is they beat the case because they both were braided, and you could, and the witnesses couldn't identify them apart. So that's why they beat the case. Their manager caught. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. also a rumor, but you know, you didn't hear that from me. No, no, but that's that's known though. Right, right, right. But no, no. Um, I seen some genius lyrics, and I heard that there were. I saw genius lyrics and I heard snippets of a song that didn't include the clips, but the song that they were on, I heard there was a ringtone snippet of it. And then I saw some lyrics of the verses. Did you, did you listen to the leak? Never. No. Are you lying? Are you lying right now? As you sip Kool-Aid? Because I know every time I got on YouTube, I saw nothing but the leak of that album. No, sir. You know why? Because I am a true fan of Kanye's, and okay. I remain a fan of Kanye's no matter what the fuck that nigga do. Oh, even when he was talking about he voted for Trump. So, um, <laughs> I learned my lesson when I was listening to the leaks of 808s and Heartbreaks. Mm. That was the first time he was. But they were from... dope, though. Nah, but yeah, they were. But that was the first time he was started. We saw him actually suffering from like that uh, OCD that that need for perfection he kept tweaking he was tweaking a lot back then but you know what though if you think about like how I'm good sounded how the leak of 808s and heartbreak sounded like those rough versions probably sounded better than the actual clear clear versions you got to think about how um uh I'm home he had the other beat with I'm home John with John Legend, Legend on it yeah, yeah. um he had to join with uh, ODB before he polished that up but we're separating, like we're separating eras. You know, what I mean, you talk about the college dropout, pre-college dropout era, and then we talk about the 808s era, post graduation. Yeah, but era. if you if you listen to the original RoboCop before he did, it, okay, 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 it was way better. Well, rough. I Pause. happen to disagree. I like the polish he put on the the final versions. Even though I did like the I like the leaked versions too. I thought the polish the polished version was great. I was like, holy shit, this is a fully realized idea. And that brings me to my point is that I don't listen to Kanye's leaked unfinished versions anymore. Like it it spoils my appetite for the main meal. So I really just wait because I, I know his bullshit now. Like he's been bullshitting us for ten fucking years when it comes to album droppings and leaks. I listen to leaked songs, but I don't listen to like leaked versions of the album that come out early. No, I haven't done that in a long time. So here's what I'm going to say started the whole I'm not really interested in my quality anymore is uh my dark twist of beautiful fantasy when he was just giving it away on Fridays. On Good Music Fridays. He wasn't mixing or mastering none. He was just like, here you go. And then I'll put these songs back out on my album at the end of the um the month. I disagree. Several reasons. One, he didn't put maybe he only put maybe twenty, twenty five percent of the songs he released on Good Fridays on my beautiful dark fantasy. You're bugging is ninety five percent of the songs that no. we heard on Good Music Fridays is on that album. There was probably four new songs on that album. No, because I listen to the Good Fridays mixtape all the fucking time. And I can tell you there might be three songs from out of that 13-song tape. The only that... song that we're missing is Christian Dior Denim Flow. Oh, no. See, then you're absolutely wrong because the Power Remix was on there as well. 
Um, there was a joint what? with Raekwon and Justin Bieber. They, I'm trying to, the Good Fridays. I was so just Brad, because you, you know? guys just because you got somebody's playlist don't mean it's the Good Music Fridays no. joint. We're talking about the ones that he personally dropped on the radio every Friday were on his album. Right. I listened to every Good Friday there was. Every Good Friday song that he dropped was not on his album. There was a bunch of songs that were Good Friday drops that weren't on my beautiful Dark Twisted That fans. were on Friday that he personally dropped. That on, were on Friday. Name them. Big Red later. I just gave you one. Power, the Power Remix the was The Power up there. Remix with who? With Swiss Beats and uh, Kanye West. Like, don't get me started. <laughs> like, I listen to that all the time. It's you're too talking long. about I can't Paul. You on that. You're talking about the yes. Monsterverse. Yes. You're talking about that shit. I'm no, talking about I can them. give you all of the joints. Man, I'm trying to tell you. Don't make me pull up this motherfucking playlist. The Good Fridays, nigga, you crazy? I listen to that shit like it was its own album all the time. It's one of my favorite things. Good Friday mixtape right here. Christian Dior Denim Flow, Don't Look Down, Don't Stop, Good Friday, Lord, Lord, Power Remix, The Love Remix, Take One for the Team. What are you looking at? I'm looking at the Good Fridays. I'm look the Good Fridays playlist that I have that I listen to on a regular basis with 13 songs on it. Did you download this off of YouTube? That don't count. That don't that didn't count. That off count. YouTube. Don't make me pause this stream right now and start playing some of these shits in the background. Justin Bieber and, uh, and Raekwon. Don't get me started, my nigga. And you can't even get flagged because it's Gorgeous wasn't up there. Power was up there. All of the lights was up there. Monster was up there. So Appalled was up there. Devil in a New Dress was up there. We didn't hear Runaway until he put the actual whole video out. Uh, and Keep it. going. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. like three songs. There's only three songs left. There's <laughs> no, only there's three songs, six songs left on my beautiful dark fantasy. There's 13. Hell of a Bruh. life we didn't hear. Blame game I don't remember if we did or did not hear. Lost in a world we definitely did not hear. And who will survive in America you. is the same song mixed with freaking Lost in the World. All I'm telling you is is the Good Fridays had like 14 songs. You named 3 or maybe 4 that were on the Good Fridays, but I named a whole bunch more that were also on there. So my point was that the Good Fridays weren't all just that album. There was a whole bunch of songs that came out on those Good Fridays, and some of them just happened to be on the album. Did on Good Fridays, he has a Raekwon featuring Justin Bieber song on the Good Friday that where, came out on Where a is Friday this Good night. Friday that you're looking at? Where, where are you at? Are you on Google? Are you I don't know. I got this it on my phone. This did not come out on a Good Friday. Oh, I remember this joke. Right, that was a Good Friday <laughs> But right. you're not putting that You're not putting that on an album. That song needed to be on an album. And I, I need I need you to send me that, that song. And right they can't now. copyright it, nigga, because it ain't even like no license shit. They yeah. can't cut it off. I, I need, well no, they be taking it off of YouTube, bro. Hating ass niggas, yo. I can't stand these motherfuckers, man. But no, nah, them good Friday, that was a moment in life for me, yo. For like three months, I didn't do shit on Friday nights waiting for that shit, yo. I used to be like trying to find a Wi Fi signal sometimes so I could download the Good Friday song. Oh my god. I remember the first time I heard So Appalled, I wanted to cry. It was so All right, high. here we go. I got the listing. August 20th, 2010, Power Remix featuring Jay-Z and Swiss was the first Good Music Friday song. So that's what I'm trying one. to tell you. Uh, August 27th, Monster. Second, Runaway featuring Justin Bieber, Kanye West, and Raekwon. That was August 30th. Devil, in, like a new, Devil in a New Dress was uh, September 3rd. That was featuring Rick Ross. Uh-huh. 
Good Friday featuring Common, Pusha T, Kid Cudi, Big Sean, and Charlie Wilson. That was September 10th. That wasn't then, on the album. That should have been on the album, too. And then Looking for Trouble. Wait. Lord, Lord, Lord featuring Most Def, Swiss Beach, Ray Carr, and Charlie Wilson. I forgot about that, too. Oh, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That's that right. was September I 17th. I got uh, that one, too. So Appalled was September 24th. That's on the that album. That was a moment. Christian Dior Denim Flow, October 1st. Don't Stop, Child Rebel Soldier, that's October 8th. Take One for the Team, featuring Carrie Hilson, Pusha T, Sai High the Prince, was October 15th. Don't yeah. Look Down, featuring Most Deaf, Lupe Fiasco, Big Sean. Don't Look Down. Yeah. Oh, that was my shit. October 22nd. The Joy, October 29th. Yeah. Looking for Trouble, November 5th. Damn, I forgot about Chain Heavy, November 12th, featuring Chain Tyler, Heavy was crazy. Quali and Consequence. I don't even had Chain Heavy on my list. I forgot about that one, too. Shit. Bro, Christmas in Harlem featuring Jim Jones, Vado, Sci High the Prince, Pusha T, Music Soul Child, Tiana Taylor, and Big Sean, December 17th. I remember that joint. Yep. And that was it. Then he did the two, uh, he did the other um, Good Music Fridays, which is Real Friends, No More Parties in L.A., and then 30 Out. Three. So, like I said, again, you were technically right. Three songs. Three songs from the Good Fridays, because the power was a remix, so that wasn't on the album. Three songs power from the was Good on, Fridays. Power was on there, though. The original power, not yes, the remix. Yes, but that's sir. like hearing it, though. That's hearing it already, though. Sir. This is still incredible. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? <laughs> oh, I thought they silenced. I thought they Now you yeah. definitely going to get us joined. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, they, they got Jay-Z voice on like a Ooh. damn, it's like a radar or something. No, like. they blocked worldwide <laughs> Yo, no, literally the whole stream gets blocked like not the part that he's talking the whole thing worldwide oh man what that was my Ashton, what impression. Oh, but man. we still heard all of the lights as a single we still heard power as a single so literally man. it don't matter what you say most of these songs we've heard before you even gave me the album no, I'll be honest with you. I made my point. I feel validated. So, you know, you can go ahead and finish up the topic um, with whatever points you'd like to make. I'd like to sit back like Stephen A. I don't even know how we got here, but, yeah. We'll talk about Good Fridays and how good music no, is these days. No, we were talking about something entirely different than that. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes, man. All right, let's get into our featured artist of the week, shall we? As we hey. segue out of that, uh, this artist is Young Kizzle from Biz- uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, born and raised. Uh, his EP is called Still Finessing for Saucy. Hey. Streaming everywhere. His IG is Young GGK. Let's get it. First song of the day. This one is called Friends. Fuck a friend, who need friends? I've been counting dividends. I've been riding in the bands. I'm a driver with no hands. I'm a pull up. Flexing, counting up them bands. Give a fuck what you heard. Honey, bang, you been a man. I got the trap hot. I'm in the trap spot. I keep a hot glock. Shoot him like, why not? Disappear like, voila. Ride and connect like, Wi Fi. I get a drop like, Dropbox. Why you do hot when you not hot? We can go walk for walk like dough. We ain't gonna stop, no. All my niggas stay ten toes with that steam for show. You think it's a dream, no? 
Niggas get Peter roll, ain't graduating no. What you waiting for? You tryna hit the block, ayy. Nigga hit them books, ayy. Nigga see the cops, ayy. Nigga froze, he shook, uh. Nigga ain't no crook. He in the streets, cause ain't no love, huh? Nigga, why you in the streets? Cause I ain't have my father, bro. Nigga, you sound like a hoe. You really rock with niggas, though. You really call these niggas, bro. He fucking your bitch, he snitching too. Niggas, I hate envy you. You contemplating what to do. Like, should I be this rapper, dude? What you gonna do when he after you? Shoot, ooh. I got the juice, I feel like two by two. Ooh. Friends, I've been counting dividends. I've been riding in the bands. I'm a driver with no hands. I'm a pull up. Flexing, counting up them bands. Give a fuck what you heard. Honey, bang, you been a man. I got the trap hot. I'm in the trap spot. I keep a hot glock. Shoot them like, why not? Disappear like, voila. Ride and connect like, Wi Fi. I get a drop like Dropbox. Why you too hot when you not hot? Alright, that was the second song of the e or second song. Jesus Christ. That was the first song of the evening. Young Kizzle. Friends. Hey, that was dope, man. That was a vibe, wasn't it? That joint. Hey, that, I, that I, joint I, beat. Hey, hey, right. He got in and got out too, just like a robbery, man. Hey look, that I'm was discovering I'm discovering a lot of dope artists from this platform and this show. Yeah. So um if you're listening, if you're watching, go ahead and drop the link in the comments because I, there's a lot of people that I listen to on a regular basis from this show. So please allow me to give you all the streams because that was dope. I like that. Yeah, that was definitely dope, man. Shout out to you, yo. I like that yeah, a lot. Yeah, I got the trap hot. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. got me hype. That damn... Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, he was, that he was going. keys, yeah. Shout out to him, man. All right. Jesus. I feel like we're talking a lot about Kanye that we didn't want to talk about Kanye. Hey, you didn't want to talk about Kanye. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm always I'm, I'm, I'm cool with the production sound in 2005-ish because he still worked. He still rocked that joint. What? Who, who are you talking about, Kanye? No, Ashton on the chat said, I like this, but the production sounds very 2005-ish. Oh, man, you got to put it in some speakers, man. You got to give it the car test. You Bro. know what I mean? I think that joint in the, you know what I mean? Play it out loud. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm about to say, once that joint start knocking, you can hear yeah, because I'm playing it out the monitors over here, so it'd be jumping when I play this shit. So, man, speaking of 2005ish, why, why are we there? Why are we in the early 2000s right now? Cameron said he's gonna drop Purple Haze too. <sighs> here we go again. At the it's... end of December, we're getting Purple Haze too. This is the year of not living up to expectations. I'm not even it's... gonna be excited for this because of what it's... Ross did, what Jeezy did. It's nostalgia in place of marketing, and it's getting a little tired, okay? It's getting a little tired. Let me conjure up the old feelings that they used to have for me 20 years later and try to drop one more cash grab on them. Jeezy dropped a retirement album, and now I think Cameron wants to drop a quote-unquote retirement album, but if I get hot again, <laughs> you know what I mean, type album. So. He's not going to have a down on that joint, yo. He can't. He uncussed Kanye out, and you know there's no way they could even reunite for a Purple Haze too. How many more times are you gonna get the computers to puke? <sighs> Legendary. Call me, I get shot at. Trust me, I do the shooting. <laughs> <laughs> man, hey, oh, it might man. be a long night for me, bro. I might listen to everything all over again. Ashley said, "Purple Haze is a classic. Leave it alone. It's gonna be like when Wayne made No Ceilings too." 
<sighs> don't remind us. Right. Don't remind us. And Lil Wayne, um, you know, while we do respect his legendary status, he is really good at trying to go with a nostalgia in place of marketing cash grab. Like, let's just call it number seven. Yeah, you'll, you'll listen to it again. Like, you too old to be dropping mixtapes, Wayne. Really? You think so? Yes. Why yes, not? He's just, he just be rapping, rapping. All he's doing is competing with himself. All he does is drop a mixtape so half the people can say he can still rap. Another half people say, oh, this isn't as good as No Ceiling 67321. So do you want him to do something that changes the game, that brings something to the game, or you just want us to be like, yeah, this is typical Wayne always giving us fire? I want Lil Wayne to do whatever he is musically inclined to want to do. Mm-hmm. What I don't want him to do is put out another project that's a sequel to a project he's done before. He's been rapping for 40 years now. At this point, he's going to put out 600 degrees before it's all said and done. Okay? We don't need that from Wayne. I just want him to take whatever the next artistic step he wants to take is and just go confidently into that. He pioneered so much shit artistically, musically, that people nowadays should be thanking him for all the time. I just want him to keep pushing. I wasn't mad when he was rock and rolling. I wasn't mad when he was singing. I just felt like he was having mad fun making the music he wanted to make, and I like that shit. I like that he was just going whatever direction he wanted. What was the album that that song was on that I picked the world up and then I drop it on your fucking head? Rebirth, man. That was a good album too yeah that had on fire up there that on fire joint was crazy had i'm single even though that was kind of a drake influence joint but yeah rebirth wasn't bad at all it had a bunch of rock album for him it was a rock album so yeah i just want him to keep pushing the envelope musically i feel like his 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 artistic growth was stunted for like five years literally i think after carter five he probably wanted to do so much after that but he couldn't get carter five out so he was stuck you know, trying to get Carter Five out. And I think he probably wanted to go mad directions with his music after that, but he was just stuck for five years. Like, do you think after the lean. third series of something is just too much at that point in time? Yeah, I think things do need to be left at trilogies, unless we're talking about like. I mean, as far as albums are concerned, I think albums are best left at trilogies if you're going to do it. And you got to be a special artist to do it. But I think if you're going to do like a series of songs, I don't think there's no cat. Like, The Heart Part Four. You know what I mean? Like,. Mm. He can keep doing that. Music like, 8 and stuff like that. Drake's uh, location slash time oh, yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Keep going. Because if you put all those... Bruh, if you put all those shits together, that's a really dope little mixtape when you put them all together. I'm thinking about it, back yeah. To back. You know no, what? Really you know, it, it might be smart if he just randomly does these locations, but then put them in together so that it rotates like the whole clock. That would be cool, too, considering he just dropped all his Lucy's as a mixtape. Yeah. Nigga, just go ahead and do that shit, too. Like, it'd be dope. I don't, I don't see why not. Yeah, that would be dope. Um, real quick, shout out to Dame and Shaq. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, Dame got bars, bro. <laughs> Damian Lillard. Dame Dollar. Excuse me. Let me use his name. Dame right, Dollar. Dame Dollars. Without cursing. That nigga can rap, okay? Rap, that nigga rap. can rap. Right. I know. it. I don't even want to say I know. Let me just get all the fucks out of the way. For a nigga that can rap that well, mm-hmm. to, pe- to have people debating whether or not he won this battle between him and Shaq, oh my God. I don't he's even gonna... know why this debate, I mean, the one bar alone where he was breaking down his um his accomplishments, like, Shaq, you a PhD, sheriff, doctor, something, 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 you don't want no like. Bruh, he is going to average 40 points 
a game this season coming off of this damn battle where people were really like on national TV like I think Shaq got him I'm like what <laughs> are you serious that nigga's rapping on the hate me now what was the hate me now yeah. beat or mm-hmm. some shit and then he raps on the victory beat like mm-hmm. the same exact flow on the and niggas is like yo Shaq's really showing him how it's done I'm like do you hear the shit Dave saying? Dave is rapping his ass off. He's respectfully picking this giant apart. Right. Like, this is surgical breakdown right. of this nigga. And y'all are like, oh, but Shaq had me like, you're a baby, I'm a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. Oh, my gosh. Yo, this shit is crazy. Dane put in work. And he made, and then at the same time, as, as much as he barred him up, he still made it look like it was easy. He still made it like it was light work. Like, oh, man, I'm just doing this shit because I had to on some MC shit. Nigga challenged me. I had to say something. But what? where did this start at, though? That's I was trying to find out. Like, how did this start? On the Joe Budden podcast. Are you serious? I, don't, I haven't listened to Joe Budden podcast since, like, Oh man, you're missing out, man. They're really shaping the culture. Really? Um, yeah, d- yeah, yeah. Dame Lillard. And a matter of fact, I was listening to the episode. I was listening to it on my way to Illinois, and I was driving out there Labor Day weekend. And so uh, Dame Lillard was up there, and um, on the Joe know, Budden podcast. Yeah, he he has guests up there sometimes, and Dame Lillard was up there, like oh, literally. Wow. And he was really talking mad shit. It was hilarious. But Ma- Mal was like Mal Mal. He was like he was like you know. You know, Shaq can rap all right and stuff. You know what I mean? You think Shaq can rap, right? He was like, look, Shaq is Shaquille O'Neal that also raps. Like, he's not like a rapper. He's Shaq, and then he, okay, he raps. You know what I mean? But he's not like a rapper rapper. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to be a rapper rapper. You know what I mean? I play basketball too, but he wasn't. it wasn't even like a diss to Shaq. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just literally was describing Shaq. Like, he's Shaquille O'Neal always, but Shaq also raps. Right. And so on Shaquille O'Neal's diss, he used that clip in the beginning of him answering that question in the beginning of his diss, the mm. same way we used to do it back in the day. <laughs> take the quote. <laughs> he took the quote and put it in the front of the diss. So, yeah, that's, I mean, and that's where it started at. That, that comment is what started it. And so then he put out that song and Dame responded. Mm. And then Dame waited a couple of days and back to back him. Mm. Talk about, I waited two days, nigga, where y'all at? And dropped, mm. I rest my case. Mm-hmm. Then Shaq came back with second round knockout to the victory beat for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Could have used a second round knockout beat, but uh, you know, you know, you know, whatever. And people are still like, "Oh man, I think that Shaq might have really got him there." Dang, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to Joe Budden podcast. I mean, that joint started again like three, four hours long, and it's like I don't got time to listen. Oh man, it's fucking hilarious. I have Apparently, to break it up in sections. You know, Parks, the engineer. Yeah. So last week, this nigga randomly out of nowhere, they were talking about something, and he basically revealed out of nowhere that Jeff Goldblum used to holler at all the same girls he used to holler at. So he was like, fuck Jeff Goldblum, that's my mortal enemy. He's like, that nigga was always trying, well, he didn't say nigga, he was like, he's always trying to holler at my hoes and shit. And it was just weak, because it was like, yo, you was beefing with Jeff Goldblum? He was like, yeah, that nigga was always talking to the girls I was talking to. It's like, yo, Parks, like... (laughs) You and Jeff Goldblum, my nigga, like, <laughs> so and they was weak for like thirty minutes off that shit because it was random as fuck. He was like the nigga from the fly, <laughs> like it was like yeah, Dang. yeah. I'm gonna have like, to go. Look at, yeah, you gotta check it out. It's, I'm gonna have to go start listening to them again, yo. I just bro, I just don't listen. I don't even listen to like any of my podcasts no more. Bro, they drop twice a week now. They're pretty good, man. They're pretty good. Yeah, because you know, I've even seen on Twitter like the Saturday show. This past Saturday show was like the best Saturday show that they ever had, or something like. Uh, that. it was. It, it, that's what that was from this Saturday. The, the story yeah, yeah. I just told you was it was fucking hilarious on Saturday. I, I was literally just sitting in the bed listening to it on Saturday. It was that good. Usually, I, I listen to it while I'm running errands on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. 
But like I didn't have shit to do Saturday morning, so I just cut it on. I was just literally laying back, smoking, just listening to that shit. Weak in the bed by myself, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just laying in bed, like oh my god, these guys are hilarious. <laughs> like laying down and shit. Speaking of which, though, for my birthday slash and or com- combination for Christmas, I'm buying a new special piece of equipment. And once I hand over my guest co-hosting duties back to Scott, yeah, I'm putting that on y'all. When I go back into podcasting, oh uh, my god, I'm oh. so ready, my okay. nigga. I'm so ready. <laughs> Yada has convinced me, in addition to some thought, Yada has convinced me that there are multiple paths to this freedom that I want, mm-hmm. and clearly, content creation slash podcasting and this media that we are working on is it could be an avenue to that. Yeah. So I'm getting ready to double down and invest, and I'm Thank getting ready you. to. I'm getting ready to get it, get it popping, baby. We get ready to get that's, it. That's that's why everybody needs a strong black woman in their corner. All right, exactly. let's get into our second song of the day because Jesus is nine twenty already. All right, let's go. Second song of the evening. This one's called Perk. Let's get into it. Promethazine, I'm smoking weed, I'm off of beans. Who you with? Where your team? Ain't no cabin, for you mean. You heard of me, you heard of G, you heard about low key, you know no need. We FOE, A free Lil Saucy, Ayy, I'm with 203, Ayy, we ride 223, we riding in the G, man, I used to ride a Chevy, Dreams again red, cause I started watching Belly, Ayy, bitch, I feel like Tupac, the new Machiavelli, feel like smooth, they not ready, turn your brains to spaghetti, fuck your leg, this a heady, my whole game coming heavy, pussy, you not ready, Ayy, dead nigga chest, living young and wrecked, pull up hobo flesh, on my dick, she mad at me cause I ain't texting You ain't learn your lesson, I don't need it I don't stress it, talk that shit like a professor Baby, it's whatever You ain't learn your lesson, I don't need it I don't stress it, talk that shit like a professor Baby, it's whatever Percocet, Promethazine I'm smoking weed, I'm off a bean Who you with? Where your team? Ain't no cabin, for you mean You heard me? You heard a G, you heard about low key, you know no need. We FOE, A free Lil Saucy, Ayy, I'm with 203, and we ride two two threes. Alright, that was the second song of the Oof. evening. Perk by our artist Young Kizzle. Shout out to him. That boy don't waste no studio time, dude. Not at all, bro. He be in and out. Boy, you can record with me. You can (laughs) record with me. God dang. I like that shit, man. That nigga's into nothing but debauchery. Yeah. Nothing but debauchery. Facts. Facts, man. Shout (laughs) out to him. Two for two this evening. I like both of them, man. I think it's been a minute since we've actually had an artist where they gave us like just straight vibe. Just straight bop. Just bars. Here you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. For real, for real. Like he just, he just, he just served us. You know what I mean? Like hand to hand, real quick. Get it and get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Baker real Mayfield, shit. I think, just do another interception. I don't know what they're doing out there. Including, oh man. Or somebody fumbled possible? one of the two. Anyways, it looked like an excitement. It looked um, like some excitement. Before we get out of here, shout out to Two Chains for starting his own label. Even though I feel some kind of way of somebody being signed to a label that's signed to an artist label, that artist label has signed to another label that's signed, signed to another to one mage, nigga that signed to two niggas, labels. signed to three niggas. Now how about that? It's just weird. 
but I think uh, the true label is probably under two chains and two chains probably has a deal with another major that it doesn't affect his personal status being signed right, to right. good and interscope or however they were doing that. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt that he probably yeah. did the smart way. It, yeah. it probably, cause I think he signed a Def Jam. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, sure his label deal ain't through Def Jam. You remember everybody was getting boutique labels back in the day yeah, and shit. Yeah, because he signed and then they're like, yeah, we'll let you sign three artists under you under our deal, but we're still going to get some type of profit off of your artists that you signed. Right, right. And then we're right. going to dictate if we really want your artists to come out with music. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But hopefully, shouts to 2 Chains. hopefully that he got a better deal than that and he making it work for him the way he got to make it work uh, for in, him. In 2019, if you've been in the game that long, you should know better by now. I don't understand why people that have been in the game, and I guess I get it when you've been in it for a while, when you're like a legacy act five to ten years in, but I don't know why anybody signs to a label still. Like, I get that they're gatekeepers. I do. But some of these kids, they really got the following they say they got. Like, I just keep going back to Russ and, and, uh, and, uh, what's the other, the light skin, the, the mixed boy that I don't like? Logic. Logic, yeah. I keep going back to them with their, their built in fan bases. Like, we don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they eating. You know what I mean? And like, well, there's a difference, though. You see those that are actually eating and those that are just stunting for the gram, making us be more entertained in you than your music. True. You're absolutely right. Some people are doing it strictly for the clout, the fame, the attention. Right. So you need the help of a manager and a publicist and so a budget and promotions and somebody to keep your ass organized to get here and get there. You're talking about Russ and Logic when Russ is like, I'm going overseas to perform for 10 people for $500. Right. And like I said, it's just you, you got to pay attention to those guys because they're 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 showing you how it can be done. But In like the I said, right way. And a lot of times, I say on my podcast a lot that attention is the new currency. People are monetizing attention now. So some people need a label for that. They need a label to put them in front of the cameras and put them in places where they can monetize it. The same way Takashi took over just mm-hmm. by having your attention nonstop. Yeah. Shout out same to way that, the president uh, got elected. Shit. Shout out to that foolery of Dr. Phil clip where the dude was like, I don't talk to my mama because she ain't got no followers. <laughs> like, yo, like, <laughs> this can't be real, yo. What time is it? This can't be real. Nine twenty-five. How you just drop a doctor? (laughs) I mean, it's it's the same type of relevance. That man was mad. That man was mad that his mama and he was like, she ain't got no followers. followers. What's she gonna tell me? He's like, but what about your sister? And she was like, my sister got less than my mama. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Doctor Phil don't give a fuck who he be. I seen this one clip of Doctor Phil had a dude on his show that the um, the producer of Bum Fights. And mm-hmm. the nigga came on the show dressed exactly like Dr. Phil <laughs> to troll him. <laughs> he had, like, the haircut and everything and the big-ass suit. He was like, I'm not going to talk to you. He was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, I'm not going to talk to you. Yo, bum fights was, was good for, like, a short amount of time. It was good until your conscience kicked in on the right. second the second or third day you were watching that. The second time you showed somebody else, you started feeling bad. Like, goddamn. Not right, right. The, like, nothing uh, worse than that damn one-cup joint, though. Don't start, bro. Hey, look. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, all right, gang. We are doing a drop this week. I got some videos on on deck. That was uh, like the worst night of my life, my nigga. Like, you know how much music we lost that night because you wanted to play that video? We lost the so I wanted to play that, that video. You were the one that tried to make me watch it, right? Oh, man. That was a lot happening. Um, but and yeah, then you wanted drop. to get on your treadmill in the middle of it. Who has a treadmill in the middle of the studio? 
it was the living room, my nigga, not the studio. It was the studio to the people coming over, but to me, it was the living room, nigga. Like, there was a couch right there, remember? Yeah, like, and then a big-ass treadmill. Nigga, the, the computer was on, like, a rolly cart, nigga. You didn't realize that shit because I had it laid out smooth, nigga. Anyways, so, yes, there will be a new drop this Saturday, um, 12 o'clock as always. I got a couple yeah. of artists that emailed some videos, so we got to get it going. And then you said you want to put Koofy up there. Maybe we might give y'all four. I don't know. Maybe, Ooh, maybe Okay, not. let's go. Uh, I love the drop. Yep, and shout out to the gang. Shout out to the listeners. Shout out to uh, our featured artists of this week. Um, everything will be in the description. And I don't really have anything much for y'all, man. Shout out to everybody. Appreciate anything. You got you got anything, Rox? That man, shouts to all the listeners of the Honor Rise podcast. We'll be back soon. We're gonna have a real big year next year. We just gearing up. That's it. Hey man. Holy smokes. Mouse is out. Alright, we roll it. We out. Hey. Young nigga, young. What's going on, gang? Thanks for watching the show. It's your boy Ticket 10 Mill here. Hey man, Sham God Scotty here, man. Hey, listen, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all watching. Make sure you hit them buttons. Like. Follow, subscribe, comment, all that. Do all that, man. Catch us here live Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Join the conversation.